When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We pile on easy targets with unnecessary ridicule. Episode three. What a dick. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. What are you talking about? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon Cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that thinks this recent outbreak of monkeypox is bananas. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who celebrates the 4th of July by sucking on chili dogs. It's Trucker Andy. Hey, let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to the YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, as well as live video streams of every episode on Wednesdays and Saturdays. We did surpass 2,000 members. And then July 1st, everyone gets charged and a bunch of people's credit cards expire and it drops way off. So if you have to update your info, I'll invite you to go ahead and do that now. But I was very excited that we passed uh, 2,000 members on the Patreon. And also, I should mention, September 17th is the roast of Carl and Vinny. Woo! And you can get your tickets for that at creepoffroast.com. And we are fewer than 40 tickets last I heard, and that was uh, days ago. So I don't know where we're at now. But tickets are selling for that. You'll want to get on it sooner than later. And I have more information about the Isotope show the night before at the Rochester Beer Park. We'll be playing from 7 until 10, and there is a $5 cover charge for that show. I have nothing to do with that. Worth every penny. Worth every penny. Yeah. Bring, bring five bucks with you to the door. It's not a big Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. We'll be reading recent reviews later on in the show. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called... We're having gay sex. This is a suggestion from Alex in the Discord. We have both listened to it separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show that's hosted by Ashley Gavin, and she has a co-host, Kate Sisk. And Ashley and Kate are both uh, gay women, although Kate's a little more complicated than that. We can get into that later. I want to start off by pointing out the energy that Ashley has starting off these shows. Her energy level is exhausting. Yeah. And it comes right out as soon as you hit play. This is what you hear. This is the last like 10 or so episodes that she's put out and how they've started. Bottoms. That's the Bottom Nation National Anthem. Bippity boppity Bottom Nation. It's your very top mother. Bottoms of San Francisco. I'm there in two weeks. I'm there for Pride Weekend. That's crazy. Well, happy Monday, you little bottom. Listener, I'm going to San Francisco and Raleigh next month. God bless Bottom Nation, you little bottoms. Thanks for listening. Bottom Nation, it's your top. What's up, Bottom Nation? Bottoms, it's your top. Yeah. What's up, Bottom Nation? 
elimination. Ah, that was a lot. That was a big, that was a big wind up to not much here. All right. So if you like this show, you're part of bottom nation and Ashley is our top mother. Yeah. All right. So that's just some things you have to learn in order to get into this show. I wanted to get that out of the way early on. Andy, you listen to this podcast. Right. What did you pick up on from this show? Well, when I texted Carl and I asked him, what are we doing on Saturday? And he replied, we're having gay sex. And I, I immediately blocked his number. <laughs> Producer Chris had to talk me off a ledge. But once I figured this out, I my clip six is, uh, I entitled this uh, person hole cover. A lot of the humor on this is that kind of joke, you know, and it's very fucking annoying. There's a giant, <laughs> giant, uh, you've got to get your priorities straight moment. Get your, get your priorities, priorities gay. gay. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's very gay. I get it. Right, so, in, right into clip eight, please. They, they advertise yeah. this show as a gay show that straight people will enjoy. But I don't hear any evidence of that. No. They don't even try to make this for straight I, I people. I cannot tell you how many times I had to like stand up and walk out of the room. <laughs> I never took more breaks <laughs> clipping a show than I did listening Change to Change your underpants. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to go right into eight? Because that yeah. was six. Yeah. Uh, right. Clip eight okay. into clip six. This is just more trash. Just like it's a just, fucking moron. You show up to like the first year of the NFL and they're like, are you Amelia Earhart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Amelia Earhart. Ayo. Um, okay. A little bit of a Crozier impression at the end. There. <laughs> Jesus. If Crozier ever said that, he'd be fired. Yeah. He's not even on the payroll. I'm going to put you on the payroll so I can fire you off the payroll. Yeah. So it's a lot of like uh, low hanging fruit juvenile jokes yeah. here. Like, I noticed that. I mean, they throw a lot of shit at the wall. All right. So it starts off, a lot of these episodes start off with Ashley complaining about how they don't have an, enough advertisers. On the show. Mm. And this is a theme that goes on throughout. The episode I listened to... They don't have enough? Yeah. The episode I listened to was Ian Bear, And so it's from like a week or two ago. Did you listen to that one at all? No. Okay, perfect. Because in this episode, I think there's four different times when she stops to tell people, you got to support us on Patreon because we can't get as much advertising as other podcasts get. <laughs> you know? Because it's called We're Having Gay Sex. Yeah. So this is this is one of her times complaining about that. And please support the Patreon. As you guys may have heard, it's hard for us to do ads. We don't get the same number of ads for as, our as audience heard, size you say it over and over as again. other podcasts without the name Gay Sex in their title do. So so come and do the Patreon. You can submit your gay sex stories, and we do bonus episodes about them. We read them out loud. It's really, really fun. Look, it, it's hard to get advertisers. I did a show called The Peapod, so I get it. <laughs> Pitching that show to Fortune 500 advertisers <laughs> was difficult, especially when the image was us peeing into a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really on board with that. But now, you, I mean, that it's frustrating for me to hear that because the episode I listened to had three minutes of ad up front and then like three another three minutes of ads in the middle. How yeah. many fucking ads do you want? I heard a ton of ads, and there's also a post roll, too, at the end of it. So, yeah, I'm not sure what she's talking about with that. And actually, it seems like gay advertising is all the rage right now. Have you guys seen this ad for Postmates? I have to play this for you. It's been on other people's podcasts and stuff. I'm not, oh, fuck. I'm not breaking any new ground here, but this is insane. Uh, let me pull up the video for everyone so they can see this if they're watching the live stream. But even if you can't see it, it is still something to hear. For sure. What are you eating this pride? 
Well, if you're a top, it seems like you can eat whatever you want. But if you're a bottom, you're expected to starve? Not this pride. Introducing the bottom-friendly menu from Postmates. We teamed up. All right, so the the peaches are the bottoms, of course. Yeah. And so there, there are. It's already like extremely sexualized. Everything about this is already extremely sexualized. It's not like they're being cute with top and bottom. Like that's what they mean. Right. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. With Dr. Evan Goldstein from Bespoke Surgical to bring you a menu of bottom-friendly foods backed by science. Insoluble fiber won't help you feel cute, so avoid things like whole grains, wheat bran, cauliflower, potatoes, legumes. Hold up. Are you just fully diving into those beans? In case anyone's missing this, they're just (laughs) openly talking about, like, having an accident while having gay sex. Yeah, yeah. And what you should eat before having butt sex. Right. If you don't want your butt full of shit before somebody sticks a penis in it. Yeah, if you don't want to shit on your boyfriend's cock, here are some tips from your friends at Postmates. The problem with these foods is they don't dissolve in water, which could cause a traffic jam in your digestive system, making a mess of your evening. Speaking of messy, it's a good idea to avoid dairy. I cannot handle lactose right now. Look at her. If you're going to eat something insoluble, give your body about 24 hours to process all of it. <laughs> Producer Chris just looked at me like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this, this is a real ad that they have. I I, I thought you made this. <laughs> You're like, girl, this is over the top. Yeah. That's impressive. Soluble fibers and protein are the key to having some good, clean fun. These all digest easily and slowly while feeding your good gut bacteria. Which Next makes fish sushi some hot titties. bottom friendly option. <laughs> There's no right or wrong way to bottom. But if you're planning on getting peachy this pride, the bottom-friendly menu on Postmates has the kinds of foods that can keep you feeling good. Are you organic? Mm-hmm. Now, there is a wrong way to bottom. <laughs> it's shitting all over the bed. Correct. That would be a terrible way. Well, unless the other person's into that. We've covered some shows in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do want to point out that the comments for this video have been turned off. Very smart there, Postmates. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that's a good move. I can only imagine what would be going on with that. So anyway, Ashley Gavin, this suppressed person who can't get advertisers, even though Andy and I heard tons of advertising on her show, and literally Postmates is talking about what food to eat so you don't shit on your boyfriend's dick. But apparently (laughs) gay people are still suppressed in 2022. Uh, I'm shocked by this. And there's more Patreon begging. Here's just another example of that. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. That's how we pay Kate. And, of course, me also. This is full-time work. So I just want to say... Consider donating to Who Are These Podcasts, Patreon, and Supercast. Not because we pay producer Chris or trucker Andy. It's because I'm looking for a second home in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, houses don't grow on trees. Well, actually, I guess it depends on what they're made out of. But in Florida, they're definitely not growing on trees. I mean, houses are made out of trees, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. a lot yeah of them, I get it. A lot of them are. Actually, now I think about it. All right. This is kind of um, the clip that sums up the show for me because I read the description last week. And it's all about how Ashley was in a monogamous relationship through her 20s. Now she's in her 30s, and she's just fucking everyone. And so this is a show about all the gay sex that she's having, fucking everyone. And uh, so I thought this was interesting. Anyway, that's my gay sex from this week. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So no sex, though. 
No, I haven't had sex in a Damn. while, actually. I've been on tour, and I'm not sleeping with people on tour, really. I'm so tired and busy. <sighs> so this reminds me of a show that we did a long time ago, Guys We Fucked. Right. Where they ran out of guys that they fucked to talk <laughs> yeah. about. So they yeah. just like, you have a whole show premise, and you can't deliver on it. Because it's like run its course. Yeah. But you're still doing it. Like, hey, it's the show about gay sex. You have any gay sex? No, I'm way too busy for that kind of thing. I know. What are you, what are you Where, crazy? Where's this premise going to go? You're going to, I mean, ideally meet somebody that loves you and then just talk about fucking your wife on your podcast. That sounds like a creepy show. How hot is she, though? I, well, in my head, very hot. I'd like to do a show called Day Drunk Antics. Yeah. Wait a second. Could we pull that off for a while? Yeah. We're pretty yeah, much we could do that. Doing that right <laughs> now. We could, we could probably do that for a while. Okay. I think that might be a good premise for us. But yeah, actually, it's funny you say that because they talked to this guy, Ian, who's been married for 22 years about his gay sex experience. Okay. I'm sorry. Did I, did I cringe? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do that. You guys want to hear gay some gay sex? Ew. You guys want to hear some spicy gay sex talk? Okay. From our friend Ian here. I'm 23, 22 years into the marriage, so it's like I we, was gonna say, how we long do have, have sex, but it's much more of like a transactional. Yeah. Let's get this. Let's get this out. Yeah. He needs to have. He needs it. He needs it more than I do. I'm old. I'm like 49 years old, uh-huh. um, and I'm, I have no interest in having any more testosterone. You know, people are like, "Oh, you have low T," and I'm like. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what a relief. <laughs> so the guy's not even interested in sex anymore. The guy's like, yeah, I'll give him a handy because he's fucking horny, but I don't like it at all. I don't even want to have sex anymore. And he's on a show. I'm like, let's talk about gay sex. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of turned off by it, too, at this point. <laughs> I've been married to the same guy for 20-something years. It's kind of annoying. So then they talk about being low T, and that leads into a conversation about Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan taking testosterone uh-huh. What is this low T thing that everyone is so fucking like? Joe Joe Rogan takes testosterone. Yikes! I know, and he looks like a primate now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, that's Kate. You hear? Oh yeah, let's not tackling through this entire bit. Right? There's right a here. lot of come town uh, yeah. parallels, and one of them is this Kate woman cackling like Stavi at anything that gets said. Stavros quit come town. And I what? think, yeah, really? I think they could replace him yeah, with Kate. <laughs> I think she'd fit right in. No one would even, they wouldn't even skip a beat. No offense to Joe Rogan. I'm sure he's lovely, but yikes. We've had him on the podcast, and he was a wonderful guest. That's awesome. Listener, go and find that episode. Tweet I, about it. I tried to listen. I tried live-tweeted me listening to an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast about a year ago. That's so funny. And I couldn't make it through like 10 minutes. Yeah. I, oh, wow. He's so tolerant. The biggest podcaster in the history of the world, he couldn't make it through 10 minutes of it. Well, I mean, that, try a different episode. He talks about a lot of things. Yeah, different <laughs> guests on all the time, talking about many, many different things. Yeah. Skip it, the Brendan Schaub episode and yeah. listen to uh, like <laughs> right. some scientist talking about aliens. I can't get 10 minutes of Brendan Schaub either. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, I'll just do one more on Ian, and I'll, I'll let you take back over again. Sure. Because they talk about how he met his husband, and um, I don't think he understands how words work. No, I met him at a gay bar. I picked him up at a gay bar on a Wednesday night, uh, December 15th, 1999, and took him home. We had a one-night stand, and that's our anniversary. And then our next anniversary is two days later when I learned his name. Because, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been together, like, almost inseparable since the day we met. Wow. That's not what a one-night stand does. That's <laughs> yeah, the opposite yeah, right. of a one-night stand. <laughs> we hooked up, and then we started dating immediately afterwards. Yeah. Well, that's the opposite of a one-night stand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Dummy>. <laughs> 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 
Good catch. Yeah. Very good observation there. It's, it's what I do. Yeah. It's what I do. So I have to tell you that I was duped by Howard Stern in the 90s, as, as we all were, to think that lesbians are hot. Oh, you want right. to talk yeah. to lesbians and hear about their sex. And everything about this show turned me off. Yeah. I, oh, I think purposely. I think they're trying to turn us off. Yeah, just assume that you're listening to, like, a softball team is, yeah, is right. really what this is. Yes. All right, what else did you pick up on? Uh, clip two, I titled this Triggered, because, you know, you can't have a woke podcast without people being triggered and having trigger warnings. Audacity to send me a fucking trigger warning for my own trigger electric bill. Warning. They're just like, just so you know, we know this sucks, uh, but we're still going to demand that you pay us this. You open it, it's like trigger warning, high bill, and then you open it up and it's just like trans slurs. Like, like why, why would they do that? I, don't, I was trying to think of like... Yeah, see, that would make sense if that's what it was. Right. But just things that upset you don't, aren't triggered. <laughs> traffic, <laughs> traffic jams, yeah. you know, fucking people talking at the movies. Yeah. These aren't, you don't need trigger warnings you for mean, that. Can you imagine if your Waze app was like, ah, oh, I wouldn't get on the 90 right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, trigger I mean, warning. Yeah, I've opened bills that have made me want to cry rape, but I mean, that's not, you know, that's not a trigger warning. Right. All these fucking trigger warnings need to go away. Oh, man, okay? yeah. And we'll that, get more into that, too, about the things that offend these people, because yeah. it's, it's changing all the time, and it's pretty much everything. Yeah. Okay, it's so fun. the episode that I listened to yes. was, the guest was a transgender power lifter okay. named Angel Flores. Okay. So this is Ashley trying to trying and failing to understand what Angel Flores did for uh, a, a living, and then this is clip four. Fleet. Olympic level coach. Do I have that right? Um, actually, well, not Olympic level coach. I do coach Olympic weightlifting. It's the common misconception. So oh. like, I'm not an Olympic level coach, but the sport of Olympic weightlifting is an Olympic sport. Cool, cool, cool. I'm yeah. just going to so, call like... you an Olympian and take whatever heat <laughs> comes along I with that. I feel like there's, like there's some like stolen valor in there somewhere. I feel like somebody's going to come out and slap me at some point. Like... That doesn't make any sense, Rick. <laughs> I am so confused about yeah. what was just said. Yeah. So you're an Olympian? Am I right about that? No, you're not right about that. You're a fucking moron. Well, yeah, that was a good question because it was an Olympic coach. Yeah. But it doesn't count as being an Olympic, Olympic coach for some reason. I mean, that style of lifting is Olympic style. It's confusing. I didn't know that. I mean, I'm a professional driver, so I would like to be referred to as Indianapolis 500 winner. <laughs> right. Andy. Yeah. That's, that's how you can introduce me on the show now. It's that style. You know, you push the gas pedal down and it goes. It's the same style. Right. We, we, I can totally relate to that. Uh, do you want to keep going on this? Sure. Yeah. Um, let's see, clip five. This is hilarious double standards. I feel like a lot of cis women are much more com comfortable with lesbians hitting the, hitting on them at the gym as opposed to cis straight men hitting, hitting on them at the gym. Thank you for saying so. that because they keep kicking me out of the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is way less threatening than it could be. <laughs> So it's okay if you're a gay woman to hit on women at the gym. But if you're a straight guy, you're a fucking creep. I Can we get Kate to come to all of our live shows? Oh. Right, I know. This is amazing. <laughs> she laughs at everything. Oh, my God, yeah. Wow. She, she is, uh, whatever, jolly? Is <laughs> that a word? Jolly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty excited about everything that's going on around her. That's why you're the goat. At all times. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, let's get into some Kate stuff. Okay, yeah. All right, starting with her introduction, which I found to be amazing. Hey, everybody, it's me, Kate Sis, the cancel culture fat in the chat. I am a white bisexual lesbian dyke. My pronouns are any pronouns. Okay. Yeah. You got that? Mm. I didn't. No, I didn't. I've listened to that eight times now, and I still am not sure what she was saying there. She used to play soccer. For the Puerto Rican national team. Oh, okay. She's a midfielder, but she's gained a lot of weight since then. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like weird. I, okay, so she has another intro. My clip nine is her introducing herself again. I think it's even like even more insufferable. Okay. So I'd like to hear that one. <laughs> I'm a I'm a, a white bisexual lesbian dyke. Uh, any pronouns, gender nonconforming. My gender of the week, as submitted by the listeners, is somebody's dad named Brian. The guy with the bad knee who coaches the kids' baseball team. That's perfect. And that is dead (laughs) on. (laughs) See, my eyes are rolling back in my head. Before she can even attempt to try and make it funny at the end, it's just like, what are we talking? And I I can't keep up with what is okay. Like, it's okay to say dyke again now? Well, they can can say it. That's their word. I'll be bleeping that on post. Come on. (laughs) They they just keep adding letters. LGBT. Okay. All right. I can keep up. Q. All right. I add the Q. Now there's even more fucking letters. Keep moving the fucking goalpost. I mean, you can cut all this out if you want, but I'm trying to be cool with what you're doing over there, but I can't get... So... Trans is okay, but if you add a Y instead of an S at the end, that suddenly it's a slur. I, I can't fucking, I can't keep up. Guys, just what so you know, Trucker 8 is just trying to be on brand right now. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to like, what would a trucker say in this situation? <laughs> he's just trying to go for that. Well, that was interesting because when I first read about Kate in her bio, her pronouns are she, they, he. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she even says like, oh, I go by any pronoun you want. I'm like, okay, good. Because that's less confusing for me than when you're a woman and you want to be called they or yeah. them and because the, the plural thing fucks everybody up. It's not grammatically correct. And also this pronoun thing's almost run its course, I, right? It's, I kinda, just, it's getting silly at this I point. I just call everyone dude anyway. Yeah, Perfect. Moms, dads. So then at the end of the show, and she said that she doesn't care what you call her, him, them, but somehow this is offensive. Then he wrote something in the chat. Fuck off. That referred to us as ladies. Oh. And I was like, I just spoke at like length <laughs> about the fact that I've had like a journey with gender and I do take any pronouns. So if he had been like a she or her, absolutely would not have bothered yeah, me at all. Ladies is a little different. But ladies specifically <laughs> felt like, okay, so you just weren't listening at all. What's the difference? <laughs> what the f- so you're offended by ladies, but you you can say she? It's the same thing. How do yeah. you not know that? Right. And that's what at least that's what everyone else knows to be the same thing. I guess it's different in your world, which tells me they're not that oppressed if they have to keep making up reasons why they're offended by things people say. Yeah. People who aren't even trying to offend them offend them for things that seem like they're fine. I would have <laughs> thought that was fine. Yeah. I'm not trying to offend anyone. Well, well, if it was somebody whose avatar had a pride flag behind them, it would have been fine. But if it's somebody with a goatee and Oakley's on, then yes. they're offended. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this right here, they talk about Pride Month. And I was a little taken aback by this until I realized that it was ad copy. When I realized it was ad copy, I gave it a pass. Listener, it's Pride Month. So I know a lot of you, you're you're going out there trying to get girls for the first time or queers for the first time or met, whatever, you're out there and you're trying and it's your first time. Some of you, you're back in the game. You're feeling invigorated by Pride Month, right? And when you bring someone home and you want them to stick around, you need the mattress, the mattress with real pride. 
I was taken aback by that because I'm like, gay people need the establishment to tell them what month to fuck? Yeah. That's not true at all. They're fucking year-round, and it doesn't matter if Hallmark declares that this is the month where you fuck a lot, and there's a parade tomorrow. Doesn't matter. They're fucking on parade day, non-parade day. They love to fuck. Right. That's pretty much what their culture is. Selling selling a mattress to a gay person is like selling a security system to the people that listen to The Vanished. Yes, which is why that's her main sponsor out here. That's what gets all the live reads is this mattress. And then Ian talks about what his podcast is. Anyway, tell people about your podcast. Ian. Okay, sure. Uh, it's called Straight People. Uh, it's about straight culture, if there is such a thing. And uh, it's like twenty-minute interviews. I do. I'm, I don't oh, it's talk, short. It's short. I don't like to talk to people. We are too very long. masturbatory on that's this podcast. Fine, that's fine. <laughs> it's about straight culture. If there is such a thing, there isn't <laughs> because we don't define each other by who we're fucking at any given time. Yeah. I think that gay people would be so confused if they actually knew about straight culture. It's like, wait a second. You're telling me that punk rockers don't like metalheads? No, they hate each other. What? Like, yeah, that's how confusing straight culture is. Yeah. Like, we all hate each other for bizarre reasons. You all dress in black. Yeah, I know. And it's it's still like heavy guitars and distortion. Yeah, I know. But it's it's a different brand yeah, pedal yeah. that they use. So yeah. you, you gotta understand. Hey, you're playing punk rock, but you're not doing drugs. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, fucking straight edge punkers. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and then I heard uh, this drop, and it got me thinking an original thought. Mm-hmm. The first thing gay I remember was Blazing Saddles, the movie. <laughs> Oh, yes. Not a flattering connotation. But. Wait, wait, talk, that was my father's favorite movie. Yeah. So I heard that, and I was just thinking, I don't know if you guys have heard anyone think this before, but I don't think they can make Blazing Saddles today. <laughs> I did that just to piss you off. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't get nothing out of you I was that. just waiting to see how long the wind-up was going to be. <laughs> we got a lot of clips to get to, or else it might have been a little bit longer. <laughs> Ashley talks about how hot her dad was. Apparently, her dad was a model growing up, and she's really into him. And he definitely went through two phases. He was like a, a hot young dude. Yeah. And then he was like a bear Yeah. As when he got older. Now, I don't think I'd be so braggadocious about my dad being hot, but he wasn't, so maybe I would be. Maybe that's all I would be talking <laughs> about, so I'm not really sure. But she explains that she thinks her dad, who has passed now, uh, was probably bisexual because of how hot he was. And I was just thinking... You might want to get clarification right from your mom yeah, on that really, one before, before you go around <laughs> telling everyone your dad was bisexual. I just want to say, I think your dad's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a bear. <laughs> Google Carl's dad to really get that joke. <laughs> Don't Google anything. Everyone stop Googling shit. All right? There's too much Googling. Ain't no chicken. God damn it. All right, I'm going to take Please. back. All, All right. right, so I'm going to just say that this is Ashley introducing Angel, the transgendered weightlifter, oh, right, right, right? right? Yeah. So all I can say is I could never get away with this introduction. Okay. Seven. Fat in the chat. <laughs> this power lifter, the power comes from their inside balls. Oh, my God. That seems fancy. Imagine introducing a transgender person like that. No, no, no. 
first off, I wouldn't talk to a transgender person because I would offend them immediately. <laughs> right. And they would hate me for the rest of my life. But by the way, this is the culture they've created where I'm just like, oh shit, I'm not going to say anything. I'm yeah. just going to walk the other direction. Yeah. But inside balls <laughs> is definitely very low on the list of things uh, yeah. I would say right. yeah. if she's, we were in a conversation. She's strong because her dork's inside out. Am I right, folks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing over there? She's got two innies. <laughs> Come on. Oh, God. What else? Let's see. Oh, okay. Now, the real bread and butter of this show is, um, what's her name? Ashley will, yeah. like, start telling a story about some hookup she had, right? Okay. So, in my clip 10, this is, like, a, a story that a 14-year-old would tell in study hall, right? Okay. The exaggerations of the kind of sex that she's having, it's ridiculous. I just want to point out, Andy thinks this is what a 14-year-old talks about sex. Well, no, just want to point that I mean. out. Somebody that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. This is how they tell a sex story. To be clear, this sex was so good, it like knocked me out for two days. Like I was so, I took a two-hour nap. Like I was just like, it was like fucking. There was music. There was music. We had music on, which I never Not have. The music. And it was just like, I don't know, man. I my arm, like my arm started tiring during this. You know, my leg arm. My leg arm. <laughs> my arm started tiring during it, and I was like, I don't think I can keep going. And she, she was like, she made she you. She made me. This girl. She was like, do not stop. And I was like, all right, I'm not gonna be a little bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm with you, Andy. I don't think she's ever had lesbian sex. <laughs> sex was yeah. so good. There were naps yeah. and music. Yeah. Oh, really? My arm hurt. Does that make sense? No, I mean my leg. My yeah. leg hurt. Yeah. That's what I bad. This is like what a fisherman says about a trout that they caught. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, in a way, she is kind of catching fish, right? Oh, I see what you did there. Cross that one off. <laughs> Put a check mark next to that one. <laughs> uh, what I love about... Ashley is that she can just phone it in at this point. She's so good at podcasting and the listeners love whatever she puts out. We're tired. <laughs> we, we we haven't had coffee. It's going to be a chaotic episode. If this is an episode, this is an episode to put on at night before you fall asleep. <laughs> this so is not a I'm morning pep. Not good episode. <laughs> no, they're all good. No, I'm kidding. And people listen to whatever drivel we put out. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. I agree with that. That anybody's listening to this is shocking yeah. to me. And they do have like 4,000 people on their Patreon. Wow. Well, they have a dollar tier, so let's not get too nuts with that. But still, it's yeah. impressive. They have, they have a pretty good-sized audience that's going on. And the most shocking part is that this audience is tuning in to listen to Kate laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. When I heard that laugh, I, I was picturing a, yeah. a 12 year old pudgy boy. Doesn't it sound like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um, milk's coming out of his nose. <laughs> but she's also a human soundboard. See, I do this thing where I have an electronic soundboard, but she has a human soundboard. Well, let's get into it. I kind of have a story that I wish I were like fully. That was trying to be the soundboard. Which which sound? I don't know if we have it, but the like. Let's get it on. That didn't sound anything like that. Marvin Gaye, right? I didn't pick up on that whatsoever. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So one more thing from Kate, and this is Kate actually 
knowing what she's talking about, and both Ian and Ashley are like, what? So, like, I don't know where it came from, but what part of what stuck in my craw about it. Stuck in your craw? Yeah, because then he put I've something in the... that. Uh, it's, like, something that kind of stayed with me and kept pissing me off. In your craw? Yeah, I don't... I always thought it was a crab stuck in the craw, but now I'm realizing well, I, I don't, I don't know where the phrase thing, comes from. We really? call them craws. Maybe know. it's a New England phrase? Maybe. Yeah, I think stuck so. in my craw? It sounds like a northern thing. I, I sound ne- southern when I say yeah. it out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I think, like, crawdad. You people are idiots! <laughs> This is a well-known saying, right? I mean, it's a thing that's yeah. been said that you should not be like, what do you mean by that? And, and she had the exact right definition of it yeah. immediately. She's like, yeah, no, suck in my craw. Right. Everybody that doesn't know what she's talking about is a moron. Correct. Yeah. That's, that was my takeaway. That's the gayest this- thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Since we're on the subject of Kate, okay, this yeah. is the one clip I have about Kate. And her, uh, in clip 14, she's talking about, she, it's her birthday and she was talking about, you know, the what it took for her to go from being like straight to whatever she is now, whatever Who knows? poly, poly <laughs> well, I mean, all the fi- letters. In- Infinigay, I believe. Yeah. Infinigay. <laughs> Write that one down. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Chris had a good one. That's good. About Twenty minutes in. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no one's keeping score. Anyway, so she starts talking about how hard it was, and uh, to to a guy who was a power lifter that got his penis removed. So this guy's not having it, and he, the, he, his reaction to this it really did make me laugh. Clip fourteen. You mean a trans woman is what you about to say, right? <laughs> to a guy who got his penis removed, we're getting canceled. <laughs> Looking at this kind of gender moment now, it's like I have the opportunity, maybe not the ability, but I have the opportunity to like save myself again. You do have the ability. And I just. You will bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Is this because you don't have balls that you can lift from? (laughs) Lift yourself up by your own balls. You old bitch. I don't know. That made me laugh. I did get a couple of laughs out of listening to this, but it's like. It's just like beats you over the head, and yeah. you know, you get you get so punch drunk from all the shit being thrown at you. Occasionally, you'll laugh at a few things. Well, she has a couple of good. Jokes well, I thought it was interesting because so Ashley's a stand up and she's yeah. she's touring around, and then Ian, a bear, is also a stand up. So they're talking about comedy and stand up comedy, and it's interesting that I guess her audience are not comedy fans. I guess gay people don't like comedy, or they don't go to comedy shows. I'm sure you could guess the reason, but I'll play it for you. Sure. I know you guys don't go to comedy shows, okay? <laughs> but when you come to ours, no, they, yeah. they, they're, a lot of these guys are first-time comedy fans. Okay. So you're allowed to laugh at that stuff. Interesting. I, do you think that's because they're nervous. it's just perceived that it's homophobic? It's perceived that it's racist. Okay. It's perceived that if they laugh, it's okay for maybe some someone... Someone else to laugh at it, but not them. I got gotcha. you. Or like punching but, down, or whatever. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And they think about they they think about whether or not it's punching down instead of laughing. And it's like, oh, give so they the have like a filter up. Yeah. yeah, give the performer some trust. If it's Kate, yeah. If it's you talking about your like Chilean mom or whatever, I, yeah. I hope I got that right. So I thought that was interesting because he goes, oh, they probably think it's like these jokes are homophobic. No, no, racist. 
Like, holy shit, you can't win yeah. with these people. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing jokes about gay people and now I'm a racist? I mean, which maybe, one is it? Maybe I'll, I'll, every comedy show that I go to now, they should be handing out permission slips so that yes. the comedian has permission yeah. for you to laugh. Check the boxes of the jokes that you'll like to hear tonight, yeah. and then we'll hand them to the comedian, and he'll figure out what he can and cannot say. Yeah. Th- these people are the most difficult audience to make laugh, and I think that that was actually a, a, a pretty good explanation. Well, t- Where they're thinking in their head, like, was that punching down? Am I allowed to laugh at that? Is that okay? It's like instead of just being fucking relaxed and enjoying your life. Yeah. They they don't know what it's okay. They don't know what it's okay to laugh at. And yeah. I, I we talked about this before. I went to see Fortune Feimster. Yeah. F- very funny person. I, there's evidence that she's funny all over the place. I saw but, her recently and she was great. Right. Yes. Di- two different shows. Yes. She was great when you saw her. When yeah. I saw her, all her biggest applause breaks, all her pops were about like, hey, I'm gay, and isn't it cool that gay people can get married? That's not a joke. Nope. But everybody has to give her a fucking standing ovation. And there's three of those. Mm-hmm. And the her big finisher finale that everybody lost her fucking mind about was she brought out her puppy. Yeah. Also not a joke. Yeah, not, not a good joke. But that's what that's what those people want out of a comedy show. Also, I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting also so mad. The worst, <laughs> why am I so mad about that? I don't this? know. But the worst thing to happen to to gay people was the ability to get married. Like no, no one is like excited about marriage. It literally just brings the government into your relationship yeah. and makes it so that you're on the hook for shit when things don't work out. It sucks. Yeah, no one's excited about this. I mean, there's a tax break or two, but other than that, so it's funny because this guy Ian is a stand-up, and I guess him and his now husband bonded over comedy. And he's really into comedy. Like so, before I, I started stand up, like late, I like I was like thirty eight when I started, and uh, but we used to go to stand up all the time as like our date night. Um, That's fun. And get up and leave a lot because it was so homophobic. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! So they would go to comedy shows and leave often because they were offended by them. Yeah. What kind of fucking way is that to live your life? If you're getting offended by comedy shows and you're a comedian, you should know better. People are going for jokes. They don't hate you. Okay, I don't know anyone who makes a joke about the World War Two who's like pro Axis powers. Yeah. You know, it's a joke. Yeah, you know, we, we all think that the good guys wanted that one. Right, you fucking idiots. He's like, uh, "Happy anniversary, honey! I got his tickets to the Legion of Skank Skank Fest. Skank Fest, Let's go!" <laughs> All right, so this I thought was an interesting question, and actually, a, probably a correct answer as well. Um, do you feel like, do you ever wonder what gay people's personalities are going to be when they don't have trauma anymore? Mm. Have you guys done this thought experiment? Probably just really annoying. <laughs> yes! <laughs> We're already there! <laughs> the future is now. Why I'm screaming over here! I'm annoyed! You're ruining comedy! <laughs> All right. Uh, and then it turns into an incel podcast, which is surprising. You'd think that'd be the uh, opposite of the type of audience they would have. So this is a crazy thing. She lost her her virginity to a woman, which is so hard to do. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Those girls don't want to give it up. (laughs) Those high school girls are difficult. Uh, All right. And then uh, they talk about how gay sex is perceived. And I'm sure they would think that we feel this way, too. It's like, ooh. uh, Actually, gay sex is like, uh, is, is institutionalized and used as a punishment right wrong rape is what we're talking about as a punishment yeah like getting raped whether it's gay or straight sucks nobody (laughs) wants to get raped this ass sex that we're talking about in prison 
is not gay sex, it's rape. Right. <laughs> pretty big difference there. Nobody likes getting raped. Yeah, nobody Men, likes that. Men, women, nobody they all does. hate it. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, people act like getting fucked in the ass in prison sucks. That's what I do every day on purpose. Like, yeah. well, it's different. You know, you, you actually are inviting it and bringing lube. Yeah. <laughs> it's different when you have lube. I know when I rape guys Changes in prison, everything. I just hope that they got a Postmates friendly delivery. <laughs> yeah, right. What did you eat last night <laughs> before we do this? All right, Are so, they uh, say, is it Taco Tuesday in prison? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they try to introduce Ian by asking him if he played any sports in high school. And if you want to find out how gay Ian is, this answer alone will tell you. Did you play any sports growing up? No. <laughs> well, I played. Okay, it's such a I, good one for you last time. Okay, yeah. I did play. I played. Um, which was the one we throw? Like this baseball. I played baseball. <laughs> yeah, and I um, just did a baseball one, but maybe I could. I blew. Uh, I thought my coach was really cute. He had a big. Badass, um, and I blew in his ear, like in the huddle. Do you huddle in baseball? Whatever the when you get together. And, yeah, yeah. And when he, you're hanging out, <laughs> you know, like in baseball when you're hanging out, <laughs> hitting on your coach. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a huddle in baseball? What's the sport where you throw it? All of them? I think it's all of them, sir. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not hockey. All right, I'll give you that. What's it the sport hockey. where you throw yourself at your coach? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh boy, I have a feeling. If they if this episode gets back to them, we're we're gonna get a lot. Yeah. Why am I always on the ones that? Yeah, I know. I you're always on the controversial ones. Well, you're not helping your own cause on this I, one. But all you shut the fuck up. But I will tell you this, Andy. You are in for a world of hurt because Ashley gets offended when you compliment her, and we're doing none of that right now. So this is gonna be a problem. So we're fine. So this is crazy. I might want to talk about this on stage. So I'm not gonna do the full details. Okay. But this guy came up to me after my set. He was like, "You were so good." You're great with crowd work. You're not bitchy. And I was like, yes, I am, sir. That's part of the persona. You obviously didn't understand my craft. But like, can you imagine? He would just never say that. Like, oh, good thing you weren't bitchy. I was worried you were going to be bitchy. That right. means you might have thought I was going to be bitchy subconsciously yeah. when yeah. I got on stage. Oh, yeah. my God. You can't talk to people anymore. They get If they find a way to get offended, this person's like, I really enjoyed your show. I like the way you came off. You didn't say that right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Fucked up again. Trying to be an ally. <laughs> Trying to do the right thing. Yeah, you, you defied my expectations. That's a good thing. Oh. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, what? Your expectations were low for me? Yeah, I've heard your podcast. <laughs> I thought you'd suck. And then uh, this is funny because she's talking about this girl that she just went on a date with. And I thought it was interesting because they had a bleep something. And whenever I hear bleeps, I always think the worst. I, I, bleeps are more offensive than whatever is being said. So I just wanted to figure out what this meant. I got to the area a little bit early. I'm working and I hadn't heard from her. So at around the time of the date, I texted and I was like, hey, like I'm in the area. Just let me know when you're done with work. And um, she works in like. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought she would work in your neighborhood. Wait, she works in a neighborhood full of what? <laughs> what, what? What are you talking about right there? I am assuming that's the end bomb. And it gave me an idea. <laughs> it gave me a fun idea, guys. I thought that we could play. Racist match game. I have a brand new idea for a game show. Uh, we'll bring the panel up, you know, the celebrity guests. Be like, all right, the house next door to me was bought by blanks. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the house next door to me was bought by Blake's. Uh, I, I have know. Eskimos, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a safe answer on that one. All right, let's get back to your clips here, Andy. Sure, all right. Now, let's not forget that Ashley was having uh, unrealistically amazing sex with right. some woman for multiple hours. Now, the punchline of this is that her maid was trying to show up early to clean their apartment. Wait a second, she has a maid? <laughs> well, she's crying poor every episode. Well, I need Patreon support. There's no advertisers. She, she does qualify. She says she doesn't always hire a cleaning service, but in this particular instance, her. Studio apartment was so disgusting. Uh, I'm sure it's like pizza boxes on top of dirty tampons. Well, she calls herself a bottom. Right. So there could be other things, too. So anyway, <laughs> the maid is like knocking on the door while they're having their fucking marathon fuck sesh. Okay. And uh, in clip 11, this is her like... Wait, slow down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clip 11, this is her finally like uh, uh, talking to the maid. I opened the door and I was like, oh... <laughs> just the worst <laughs> acting of your life oh my goodness i was so <laughs> i am shocked <laughs> i was so embarrassed this is truly like i think the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life i don't this podcast is second yeah I right tied for first what maybe? was embarrassing about this just the maid was like could hear them fucking in the Having studio apartment lesbian i guess sex yes I mean, I would like say, don't you have to pay me today? Yeah, right. <laughs> I got my money's worth. Thank you. What's embarrassing about this? Can I use your washing machine? My underwear is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, my last clip. Yeah. Th this this uh, podcast does something that a lot of podcasts do where they'll tease something from the middle of the podcast as the intro. Okay. So this was like right at the beginning when Angel... Because after Ashley tells her gross sex story, she's like, well, do you have any gross sex stories? And he's like, eh, not really. Yeah. I mean, people are kind of reluctant to share these. And it's a kind of a <laughs> theme of the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? But, oh, I got to go on. We're having gay sex and talk about gay sex? I yeah. was not prepared for this. <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, he talks about after he transitioned, all of his straight friends were checking out his titties. This is clip one. <laughs> I'm sure they were just doing it to be nice. Hey, great job with that. You know, then they throw up at the dumpster. <laughs> trans milestones talks. The trans milestones are so important. The biggest trans milestone for me so far was when I went home to the guys I grew up with. I caught four of them looking at my boobs. <laughs> in a row. Each one walked in. They said hi to me. They looked at my tits and then they moved on. Like, yes. like, like one by one. And I was like, okay. It's official. I'm officially a fucking woman now. Yeah, like, it's, it's, woman. We're done. We're done. Can I can I say transition complete, please? Like my my the, the best friends that I grew up with just looked at my titties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know if producer Chris showed up with double D's, I would be distracted. Oh yeah, I'd pay a compliment or two. It'd be the wrong compliment. He'd get all upset with yeah. me. Oh, eyes up here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. <laughs> People slow down from car accidents, too. I don't know. You're going to be distracted. Wow. All right. I think that uh, pretty much exhausts everything that I wanted to talk about, yeah. with one exception. Ooh. Oh. And I believe that you labeled this. Really? 
cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Yes. And uh, you have a clip. Mm-hmm. I might have the same clip because oh. she's promoting something that she's going to be doing when she gets to a certain goal. Okay. For her patron. Yes, this might be the same clip. Okay. Listener, would you like to go to dinner with me? Would you like to would you like to pick out a a little romantic spot or maybe hit the dollar menu with me at McDonald's in your town because for one lucky listener, I'm going to fly to your city. It's the eat out with Ashley Gavin sweepstakes. That's right. Enter to win a date asterisk legally not a date with me and other prizes include two free tickets in your area. So dinner with a listener is literally a consequence of my other show, the creep off. I said, did she lose a round of the creep (laughs) off? This sounds terrible. Dinner with a listener is the worst thing that could happen to you. And she's promoting that as a prize. That's uh, that she got. Yeah, was I, that I, the same one you had? Well, this is from a different show, but oh. and I'm still doing that dinner giveaway with me. Legally, not a date. You can win. I haven't reached my marketing goal yet. So when we do, and we're not far away, uh, we're 80 percent of the way there. Once we reach that goal, I'm going on legally not a date with somebody. So go do that. Yeah, she actually <laughs> does sound like Lisa Lampanelli. Thank you for pointing that out, <laughs> Crazy Casper. Because good point. I, yeah, I, I couldn't place it. And it's like that energy that you just want relief from. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's that suspended cord. You're like, can we just go down to the major third and call it a day eventually? Yeah. I Ellie. wrote that she sounds like Mil- Milhouse, Nelson, and Agnes Skinner all at once. <laughs> yeah. But Kevin's Clubfoot says she's halfway between Bobby Hill and Bart Simpson. I think that's pretty close. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad either. Um, all right. I, you know, another cringe of the week that I almost brought. Was I was watching Anthony Cumia with uh, Gavin McGinnis, and uh, Anthony had to get up and use the bathroom and let Gavin take over for a minute. And Gavin immediately goes to a phone caller, but he can't actually answer the phone because he's in the guest seat. Yeah. And Anthony has to answer the phone. And then he gets a phone call on his cell phone from his brother and answers it. So it, it was, and I got to stop burning bridges because I did Drew and Mike last time and I pissed <laughs> off a lot of people. So I'm not doing any more cringe of the weeks with friends at the show. I feel like I've uh, I've learned my lesson on that one. Um, hey, I made a new stinger for us. I made a new stinger for our friend Tony Michaels, who's been a fun part of the show, a Sweet. fun addition Great. to the regular lol cows on Who Are These Podcasts. Check this out. Drive in, drive out, drive through. Yeah. So I combined it with that old Yahoo yeah. thing. <laughs> you know, That's it's, it's it kind of like... Uh, Pink Floyd Sheep, where it starts off as a voice and then transitions yeah, over yeah, time. Yeah. It's maybe not that seamless. Drive in, drive out, drive through. Same note, though. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is kind of impressive. All right. So I wanted to check out another episode of uh, Tony Michael's show. This one is called, Did McDonald's Just Call It a Sad Meal? Three question marks. Funny fast food car vlog. This is Drive Through Confessions, Season One, Episode Six. Let's get. I mean, can we predict that if they did or didn't do that? Because I'm going to predict they didn't. Oh. Yeah. Why would they do that? Uh, let's I let's think. find out. Yeah, let's get right into it. Huh. All right, guys, we're out driving around again today, and uh, you know what that means? When I get in the car and I'm driving, I'm probably going to get some drive through. So. Yeah, that'd be my guess too. Hey, can you just go to work this time, honey? 
I need you to work more hours. We have kids to feed. And he's just like, I'm in the car. Got to go to the drive-thru. <laughs> the public demands this. Let's see what's on the menu. All right, we just pulled into McDonald's. And uh, I'm starving. Absolutely starving. I'm shocked that he's really hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> shocked. Can't believe it. I'm starving. Absolutely starving. So let's get to that menu and let's get the order going. Yeah. I like how he acts like this is such a big process. We got to get to the menu. We got to get our order in. Yeah, yeah, he does I, mention that every time. Yeah. It's like you know what you're going to get first off. And secondly, fast food, it, there, this isn't a big process that right. we're talking it, about. It's, it's like not a, a five-course meal. It's a mundane chore. There, it'll be yeah. like you getting hype for doing your laundry. Right. I'm going to bring the dirty laundry down to the basement, and we're going to throw it in the machine, and then guess what? I'm going to add some detergent. Let's do it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which fabric softener should I use <laughs> yeah. today? And there, is it going to come out all right? I wonder if I'm going to put it in the dryer now. Is it going to get dry? Let's Let's find, find out. out. <laughs> I have to say that when I was doing my show about going through car washes, like I did it the right way, you know, like I thought that was really great when I would do that. But this is just mundane stuff that no one cares about. <laughs> the moonroof shot. Whoa. <laughs> Here comes the soap. Whoa. Yeah. Here comes the soap. Just do this stupid shit live. This guy sucks. <laughs> do you guys have happiness on the menu today? Oof. Yuck. Do you guys have happiness on the menu today? Why? Do you need to eat your feelings, Tubby? Yeah. Is that why? Well, I could just feel the person taking the order just like deflating yes. emotionally. Yeah. Just like, ugh, now I gotta deal with this fucking idiot. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys have happiness? No, no. Happiness is at the gym, asshole. Yeah. It takes hard work and dedication. <laughs> it's not in a fucking chicken McNugget. That's yeah. not where you'll find happiness. Uh, no, I work at McDonald's. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really going to order a happy meal? I have what on the menu? Happiness. <laughs> sure. Oh, he's so proud of himself. I have to replay that whole thing. Look at how proud of himself he is. He got a, he got a chuckle out of her. <laughs> And he's like, ha, ha, I'm killing today. <laughs> I'll be here all week. No, literally. I'll My be wife here. wanted me to go to work. I'll what a silly bitch. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you'll tell my manager if I don't. <laughs> Do you have happiness on the menu today? Why are you there with children? Nope. Nope. Just, just here by myself. I'm just trying to eat my feelings. <laughs> Fucking, it's a call to happy meals for children, you moron. Do you guys have happiness on the menu today? Happiness. <laughs> sure. We should play a drinking game. Every time he mugs for the camera, okay. two shots of tequila. <laughs> I, I, I'm only one man. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, give me a 20-piece chicken nugget. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's not done there. <laughs> give me a 20-piece chicken nugget. Why, do you have friends? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Can I just get a Happy Meal box filled with nuggets? Yeah. And my toy will be yeah. uh, double cheese. Yeah. A Mare McCheese, yeah. please. Uh, side of hot dog. Uh, a small fry and a large Coke, please. Oh, and he mugs for the camera. Oh, he's so proud of himself. He's like, I fucking nailed it, guys. 
I fucking nailed my order. <laughs> 20 piece chicken McNuggets, 965 calories. Small fries, 220 calories. Large Coke, 290 calories. Bringing the total to just about 1,500 calories. Let me translate that. That's three red deal of meal cards and two yellow deal of meal cards. And you are almost out of cards for the day, my friend. So am, I, am I dating myself with deal of meal jokes? Does anyone know what that is? <laughs> Do you want barbecue sauce? All right, any guesses? Does he want barbecue sauce? Mm, uh, uh, let's, yeah, we got to figure out what would kind of sauce does Tony like? None. And the answer, uh, yep, He's exactly. Plain he wants guy. everything plain. Did you want barbecue sauce in the uh, No sauce, just happiness. <laughs> oh, and another oh, mug for the my, camera. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Good callback. This is the thing that I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sauce. Hey, hey look at me. Yeah. And if there's any crust on the nuggets, could you cut it off, Mom? After the most bland fucking orders. What a baby. What a big, dumb baby this guy is. <laughs> All right. Large Coke, 20 nuggets and a small fry. I mean, 905. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to get some happiness in the chicken nugget box. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's just sad. That just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, this is watching this is making me sad. It's, I feel bad now. I'm not Are there you? yet. I'm yeah, sure. I was say, you look like the opposite of that. I'm not buying it for a second. <laughs> Tears of a cloud. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, this is literally his thought process is I suck at life. Nothing's going my way, but at least I can eat 20 chicken McNuggets in the parking lot of a McDonald's. Yeah. And that's what's going to bring me happiness for 12 minutes out of my day. Yeah. This is his happy 12 minutes by himself eating his chicken McNuggets. That's it. Thank you for feeding me today. Uh, thank you for feeding me today is somehow offensive. I don't know how, yeah. but this poor fast food driver just like, all right, just take the fucking food. Yeah, what's like a cute? Okay, yeah. I have to, I have to be here all day. Yeah, sir. why are you lumping me in with this? I, he should get a job at McDonald's. You know what's funny? Be having happiness all fucking eight hour shifts of happiness. <laughs> Jesus Christ, can mug to the fucking customers all day. Yee, here's your double cheese. Yee, careful, there's a pickle on there. It might get spicy. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for feeding me today. Mugging for the camera. More tequila, guys. Okay. <laughs> oh, what is he drinking? Doing? <laughs> What's he doing right now? It looks like somebody said, hey, do you want a vegetable? <laughs> 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 How about mixing in a carrot? <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. He does look like he's having a stroke. He should get used to that look. <laughs> I think that's a pre-stroke is yeah. what they call that. That's what your body's gearing up for it. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, she no, fell for it. No, nobody thinks you're funny, Tony. Even though the title of the video is Funny Fast Food Car Vlog, nobody thinks it's funny. No. Not a single fucking person on earth thinks this is funny. Maybe Tommy from MSCS Media would enjoy it, but no earthly would find this funny. <laughs> I'm about to get the chicken nuggies. And by the way, this video came out right before Chicky McNugs, that uh, character. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was inspired. He's like, wow, how do I do this Chicky McNug thing and not have to go to McDonald's? Chicken McNuggets, thank you. Chicken McNuggets, Chicken McNuggets, Chicken McNuggets. 
He's got like a full case of Mountain Dew in his back yeah. seat. Yeah, you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed that. Nectar of the Tard. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken McNuggets, thank you. It's a giant box of Mountain Dew right back there. No wonder he's so fucking hyped up. He's chugging Mountain Dew all morning and then eating Chicken McNuggets. Yeah. It's going over to your brother's house. <laughs> I do not want to see the camera that close to his bottom teeth ever again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm never making fun of John's fingernail again after yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if John just like, hey, you got some cheese there. Let me get that. Let me get that for you. Yeah. You owe me. <laughs> Double cheese on your teeth. <laughs> oh man, I am halfway through this box of half. Whoa, it's the halfway through points. <laughs> now I have to ask you guys, do you think he'll finish his food? Because you know that's always one of the things that he does here. He talks about the halfway point. And he's not sure if he can finish his food or not. I mean, obviously Andy, he obviously he does. Yeah, and okay. this can I just say <laughs> that it's so fucking sad. That's just like I just got my food. I'm too embarrassed to eat twenty McNuggets sitting in the restaurant. So I'm just gonna eat it silently alone in my car to my phone. It's just so he's in the McDonald's parking lot. Yeah, you can see. If you're the not McDonald's watching this right now, he, he all he did was drive twenty feet and park. You're like, just go inside and sit in a restaurant like an adult. Or go back to your yeah. home. Yeah. Tony. Or go to work. Right. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> over in We're the talking. parking lot and stuffing your face. Is talking just directly like... to Tony. A trucker is making fun of you. <laughs> I just... <laughs> this is a new low. <laughs> and I am halfway through this box of happiness, and I am so excited that I stopped at McDonald's. I have a quick question for you, though. What part of the chicken is the nugget... Oh no, not that hack bit. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, <laughs> if you really don't want to finish your meal, we can get into it because it's all the it's fucking the gross part. <laughs> it's the best part, uh, was his joke. Yeah. I guess this guy's never had actual chicken. <laughs> he has no idea that actual chicken tastes good in a variety of ways. Right. At McDonald's. I have a quick question for you, though. What part of the chicken is the nugget. It's the best part! <laughs> oh man, the only thing... Why did the chicken cross the road? Because Tony ate it and then went across the road. <laughs> Monkey pox is bananas. <laughs> Two shows a week, everybody. <laughs> it's the best part! <laughs> Oh man, the only thing better than a chicken nugget right now is a box of 20 of them. Uh. All right, guys. I made it through the box of happiness. Oh, good. I was worried. And guess what I found? <laughs> Diabetes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> Divorce papers at the bottom. Yeah. A lump in your ball sack. <laughs> I found bag fries. Bag fries are the best. It's a great surprise at the end. Thanks for riding along with me again today. 
I'm going to just go ahead and say it. You should be full. Yeah. You just say 20 McNuggets and a small fry. Like, oh, there's more fries in here? Like, yeah, but you can just throw them out. It's fine. You've had enough. (laughs) And bag fries is a fucking ripped off joke that's been told a hundred times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an 80s joke. It's like a fucking Brian Regan joke. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Keep it up. We're going to keep going through the drive-thru. It's been fun. For who? Who is this fun for? What do you mean this has been fun? When you tell people something has been fun, you're lying. Yeah. You're lying to them. I had fun stuffing my face, talking to nobody into my phone. Hope nobody watches it. Nobody will. Suicide. It's been fun. (laughs) Can't wait to get to the next one. Click subscribe and the bell notification because we're going to keep driving through. Drive in, drive out, drive through. Ah! What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what a complete idiot this guy is. And drive through should be in the middle. You drive yeah. in, drive through, drive out. Good point. I'm just yeah. drive out. He probably workshopped it. He's like, yeah, that's not working. I mean, now that's, yeah. now that's what I call producing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know who doesn't get enough attention from us is his sidekick, Gabe Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Gabe Sanchez has said some pretty hurtful things about yours truly. He said that I was playing in my band in my mom's basement. Ooh, <laughs> truth hurts. So much evidence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I thought maybe we'd check out something that Gabe does because he wants to be in show business. He's trying real hard. He, he thinks he's a, an actor. He's actually <laughs> he the spokesperson for Honda in Northern California, hmm. which is similar to our buddy Will Noonan, who does that in the Boston area. Okay. Um, so he's got that going for him. But he also wants to take on dramatic roles. And I have a clip on here that he posted to his YouTube channel. It's about 40 seconds. And it really shows his range when it comes to acting. I apologize for people listening to this. I'll try to explain what's going on. There's not a lot of dialogue here. But let's check this out. And Andy, you watch a lot of movies and things. I want to get your take on his acting chops. On Great. This one. All right. So he runs up next to this woman. They're looking across the street. There's a sad person. Oh, I see police. I see ice. No, mijo, we can't do anything. If they find who you are, they'll take you too. So we're to assume that he's an illegal alien. Yeah. Right? So he's, he's come over into this country illegally, and people that he knows, whether it's family members or friends, are across the street being detained by ICE, and he's very upset about this. And is that also Gabe Sanchez with makeup on, or is that just like his brother? It's or Gabe Sanchez's brother, and then Gabe Sanchez in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's possible. Okay. All right, so if he is all of these characters, then I give him credit. Gabe, if you're playing all of these roles, then this yeah. is a good yeah. idea. This That's is impressive. like a clumps uh, version. Right, yeah, it's okay. Eddie Murphy, yeah. He's the, he's the Mexican Eddie Murphy. All right, so his mom's holding him back, and now he has to sit down. I, I assume that's his mom. I don't know. But he's very upset. He's looking across the street. He's staring across the street. Now he's being consoled. There's not a tear in his eye. Um, there's paperwork being done. They're in handcuffs because they're here illegally, which is what you do to people who break the law. Uh, so the woman's looking across, very sad. He's looking back at her sad. There's not a tear in his eye. Close up on his eyeballs. Yeah. He can't get any moisture going at all. Now, now I'm, I'm glad you He's paused. in a sandstorm. Yeah, I'm glad you paused it here. Because if you're the cops and you look across his street, what do you yeah. mean? Like, oh, there's two more. Yeah. Double bust. <laughs> start chasing him around the block. Super cop over here. Sit down and cry. They'll never see you. 
Mm. Oh, so the close-up on the fact that it's an ice, ice. police oh. member, and you know, oh my gosh, bad guys. Oh my god, those police are bad doing their guys. jobs. Yeah. Such assholes. <laughs> Who is? <laughs> All right, another close-up of the eyeballs. Still no tears. What the fuck? This is terrible acting. Yeah. How long? How many close-ups do we need of this? Yeah. But by the way, this scene is n- a nothing scene. The fact that he put this up on his YouTube channel, I think people are gonna be like, "Well, we gotta hire this guy." This. Oh, okay. It's three more seconds, and it's over. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, it's just for nothing. It's just for him to look sad. Yeah. Great job. Way to look sad, but not actually be sad. You're not actually crying or upset. Just looking sad. Good job. I was going for a jog that everybody I know got arrested. Luckily, I wasn't there. I like that his first instinct is to run across the street. And his mom's like, don't do it. You can't do that. He's like, oh, yeah, good point. What was I going to do? What am I going to fight ice? <laughs> oh, he's, he's scribbling down fake paperwork as he's running across the street. No, no, no. I got the documents right here. It's fine. Uh, sir, that's in Spanish. All right. So I need something to lift my mood up a little bit. And unfortunately, this is not it. But... <laughs> Our friend Sarah, who does very well in our parody contest, wrote an amazing song for the Scum Parade, for the Creep Off. She wanted to let me know that Jenny Jingles is cheating on me, and she did it in song form. Jenny kissed the girl, and she liked it. She's probably tired of Kevin's show dick. She kissed the girl just to try it. Oh, so apparently, uh, going along with the uh, gay theme of the show today, <laughs> Jenny Jingles is now kissing girls. On brand. <laughs> yes, very good. Thank you, Sarah. I don't even know if she knew that, that was going to fit in so well, but we do appreciate Sarah sending in uh, songs for us. Always a good time. And speaking of song parodies, this was one that uh, somebody posted somewhere. It's an old one going back to the Howard Stern show when Jackie was on the show. So we're, we're talking about the 90s and Fred Norris put together a parody song about Stuttering John. Hmm. And I thought I would share that with everyone. Awesome. because it's Yeah, it's just fun. Stuttering John's been a punching bag for a lot longer than I think a lot of people realize. <laughs> That's his real job description. <laughs> when are you saying my name is my name is my name is stuttering john my name is my name is stuttering john my name is my name is stuttering john my name is is stuttering john why does everybody think I'm a moocher? Got any IPOs? <laughs> I got a great call on line 14. <laughs> I swear to God, Howard, it was there a minute ago. <laughs> hey, Jelly, you buying lunch? Want to smoke a joint by the pool? <laughs> Give me a hug. <laughs> Buy me soup. <laughs> 
come I'm not part of the group? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's right on, right? Oh, my name is goodness. That's him. Captured him completely. My, my, my what can you do is, for me next? My, my name is... Uh, 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 stuttering John. Uh, and he wouldn't see himself this way at all. No. <laughs> he won't understand this song. <laughs> my name is... Is... Sorry, John. I like beer. I like Prozac. <laughs> big fan. Big fan. <laughs> so things have not changed with our friend Sonny John. And so another we have five individuals, and it's a pretty damn well, good prize. Stop it's- it. Another thing that has not changed <laughs> is Tom Meyer's ability to do stand-up comedy. Tom Meyer's posted this video. Oh, no. It's from August of 2021. And he's doing stand-up in his hometown. He's in Baltimore. And so let's see what the king can do on stage. Hello, black power, fuck white people, all that good shit. God, pause it. When was this? August of 2021. He okay. just took his mask off while he was getting up on the yeah, stage. Yeah, that's why I'm just yeah. like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's going to be a lot of talk about how he's boosted and he's doing all the right things and uh, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, this starts off with him talking about doing live shows again. And listen to how long it takes him to get to the punchline. Okay. All right? <laughs> so, so here's his first joke. He just gets up on stage with the first joke. Zoom shows a lot more than live shows because with live shows there's always the chance I'll say something that upsets or offends people and afterwards they'll want to come up to me afterwards, fight me, kick my ass, you know, occupational hazard in my case. But with Zoom shows, if they want to kick my ass, they have to find out where I live. But even if they do, there's a great chance they'll get taken out by a Maryland driver. I prefer the Zoom shows because I can't hear the booze. (laughs) I'm doing a stuttering John. I don't know why. I know. It's hard not to. It's hard not to when you're making fun of an idiot. And the idea that that, all of that was to get to a point where people in Maryland can't drive well, which is the same as a DMV joke that we did at the live show in Nashville. It's the same premise. But it took him so long to get there. Well, his first punchline was the occupational hazard, and he paused for laughter, which there was zero. Is that what it was? I was like, I better keep going. I didn't pick up on that being a joke. Okay. Wherever I am, the people can't drive. That's like... Yeah, it's like coloring. It's like paint by numbers comedy. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> everyone who drives slower than you is an asshole, and everyone who drives faster than you is a maniac. Yeah, yeah we get it. All right, let's get some more Zoom jokes. So he immediately follows that up with more jokes about. I was waiting for him to talk about not having pants. How dare on. you! Throw fucking Carlin like that. That was a Carlin thing. I know. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stick with monkey pox, buddy. <laughs> <It's> bananas. <laughs> the best part is you looked at me when you told that. You're like, are you going to boo now? Or <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know I'd be subjected to this an hour and a half The later. best part is I thought of that joke when I was in the shower and remembered it long enough to write it down in my notes. <laughs> I mean, it's cute. Very cute, Carl. You're you're cute. 
Let's talk later. Uh, I, um, it's, it's weird doing Zoom comedy because uh, I have my niece and nephew over for the week. They're young kids, so I have to tell them, look, you know, Uncle Tom's going to be doing some adult stuff on the computer, so just go, go play, go to bed. And I'm thinking maybe that's a poor word choice because what if they get older, and let's say by the time they get old enough to start discovering the world, I'm not doing comedy anymore, and they try and process what doing adult stuff means. All right. So we know where he's going with this, right? Do you think maybe there'll be some misdirection here or something, like adult stuff on the computer? Do you think maybe he'll come up with like something that we're not thinking? Yeah. Right? I wouldn't, mean, wouldn't I, that be the joke to I'm be just, like, I'm filing my taxes yeah. or uh, I was choosing my life insurance company or watching rock music videos? Right. You know, something that like would be a misdirection thing. I'm just getting my hopes up that he's not doing comedy sooner than later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you think that their Uncle Tom is like doing some sort of weird eyes wide shut orgy bullshit over Zoom? <laughs> Like, if they're going to imagine their Uncle Tom pulling his pants down, pulling his cock out, and masturbating for everybody on Zoom. <laughs> and I don't want my niece and nephew to think that I opened for Louis C.K. <laughs> the joke doesn't even make sense. No. Uh, like, he wanted to work in Louis C.K., but like Jeffrey Tubin would have been a better reference for jerking off on Zoom. Yeah, that makes more way more sense. But also like that whole setup where he's just like, I tell them I'm doing adult stuff on Zoom, and then later on they might think about that, and they're gonna think it was like eyes wide shut, and I'm jerking off. And like, those those two things don't make sense either. Yeah. And then Louis C.K. like, oh no, he was he went to the most obvious place and he fucking butchered it. <laughs> you know, the whole point of comedy is it's supposed to surprise you a little bit. Yeah, this guy is just the opposite of surprising in every way. <laughs> If you said, oh shit, at that one, you better strap the fuck in. <laughs> this shit's not getting any nicer. I love when he thinks he's such a shock yeah. comedian. It's or, like, whoa, watch out, everybody. Or funnier. Yeah. God damn it. He's the worst. So let's get into um, a joke about, oh God, this joke right here. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why even set it up? I'll just play him. I went down a lot of interesting rabbit holes during quarantine. Uh, I watched a lot of documentaries. I watched this one documentary about this octopus. I learned there's a species of octopus where the male, when he sees a female octopus that he likes, he'll rip his penis off and throw it at her to show that he likes her. I thought to myself, son of a bitch. Why can't that octopus just be normal and send a dick pic? They've got to one-up us all and do it in 3D. All right, first off, if I'm watching that documentary next to him and he makes that joke, okay, that could get a giggle out of someone. Oh, he just sent a dick pic. Good. But we're not watching that right now. You have to set up this whole scenario with yeah. us, which is... I'm not familiar with what he's talking about. Because no. no. I thought he was talking about the uh, oct my friend, the octopus, or octopus, what is it? Um, God damn it. I should have written it down. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? There was a big documentary that came out last year. Squid the, Game. No. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How do you throw a? How do you throw something underwater? What is he talking about? I have no idea what he's talking about. And then to tag it with 3D doesn't make any sense at all. Like That's not a good tag. It's just a bizarre thing to say. All right, so... This joke sucks, yeah. I'm, I'm figuring out. All right, so I think he does better when he talks about local things to a local audience. You know, like people in Maryland can't drive and what else? 
But I was a good boy. I, uh, I got the vaccine. Uh, the big uh, mass vaccination site near here, obviously, is M&T Bank Stadium. And it's nice because it's the first time in a long time that the parking lot at Oriole Park at Camden Yards has been full during baseball season. <laughs> guys get it? Because the Orioles aren't very good, so people don't go to the games. So it was the first time in a long time that there were people at the parking lot, because normally they're not there to watch the baseball team that's not very good. Okay. You guys get it? <laughs> it's the look on his face is the right reaction to that joke. You're just like, uh-huh. So. Okay. All right. Brace yourself, because right after he says that, this next joke actually kills. I've never seen this before. A genuine positive reaction to something that Tom Meyer says on stage. It's also a great place to put it because they can check to see if the COVID vaccine causes autism by looking at how many people go straight to the BO Railroad Museum meeting. <laughs> So he mentions a local attraction, the Railroad Museum, and it kills. Yeah. Apparently, everyone thinks this place sucks. Right. right? So they're all like, oh, that's a good reference. Yeah. Anybody that goes there is a retard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So everyone fucking loved that for whatever reason they did. And then he immediately loses all that goodwill immediately after that. Like, you'd think he'd build on that momentum. And he squanders it and actually crushes it flat. Relax, I got the shot, and I love traveling by train, okay? Chill out. I seriously love it. I love Amtrak. You know why? Because of the quiet car. Someone wants to sit next to me and tell me their whole life story. I go, hey, Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolates. I want to enjoy them in peace and quiet. So shut the fuck up. Yep. Okay, well, here's plenty of peace and quiet. <laughs> the reaction to that yeah. joke, <laughs> you get fucking nothing. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. <laughs> I want to tell this to Tom Myers and Patrick Michael. Life's like a box of chocolates. Not a good setup to anything. It never works. No. It never turns into a good joke. It never has. That's almost a 30-year-old reference. It is, yes. All right. Well... Not picking up on the fact that people don't care about traveling by train, Tom does more of his train humor. <laughs> more Amtrak bombs. <laughs> but I, uh, I love Amtrak because uh, well, Amtrak's really weird in a way because they do, uh, they make these announcements at every single stop. They say, we know you had a lot of options for your travel, so we thank you for choosing Amtrak for your rail travel. Like, what were my fucking options? There's no Jim's train trips. Like, that, that doesn't exist. There's no Hank's railway journeys, hair and nail salon, and used cars. No, Amtrak is the only option for my rail travel. <laughs> what I'm hearing yeah. is that he can't travel any other way. He yeah, can't I don't think afford he a, a plane ticket. I don't think he also uh, drives a car. I don't think he owns a car. I, I can't afford a car yeah. or a plane ticket. So and I'm left with Amtrak. Hey, everybody, can you believe the food on Amtrak? Well, right. <laughs> what I'm picking up on here is he's got an audience full of people who own cars and drove to the comedy club and can't relate to this in any way. They're like, I don't take an Amtrak. I just drive where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then he follows that up with jokes about the Megabus. So these people are not related to anything that he's talking about here. But the Amtrak 
they advertise they have Wi-Fi, and they actually have Wi-Fi, not like Megabus. You ever try and ask for Wi-Fi on a Megabus and drive over? I, I think I heard a groan yeah. for real. <laughs> not like Megabus. Oh, yeah. oh here we go. With the Megabus How many took the Chinatown Express here? Show of hands. Oh my God, that's coming up! Oh, Holy God. shit! <laughs> I can't believe. Damn it! I can't believe you said that. Wow. You're starting to think like him. The bus and driver will just be like, we don't have it on the bus, we just have it in the office. Now set your skinny ass down. The fucking bus is moving. That's how they greet you when you get on the mega bus, by the way. It's like, okay, sir, but uh, all of your tattoos are misspelled, and uh, where are your pants? <laughs> It's safer to be in Eastern Ukraine right now yeah. than to be at this guy's show. <laughs> the bombs are dropping. He's yeah. losing everyone. You can see his, the look on his face. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this isn't going well. Now he looks like the Tom Myers I know. The reason why that train joke worked is because everyone hates trains. They're like, you have to be retarded to go check out the trains. They're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love trains. Oh, well, you yeah. <laughs> lost everyone with that one. All right. Let's get into the Chinatown. <laughs> They're a little harsh. They're a lot harsh than the Chinatown bus. Anybody remember taking the Chinatown bus? Nope. Now, a lot of people criticized the way the Chinatown bus drivers drove, but I loved it. You know, the Chinatown bus drivers are the only bus drivers who can make Maryland drivers go, Jesus, what fucking reckless. That was a callback. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. People who drive in Maryland are bad at driving. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. So he's lost the, uh, the crowd completely. Like, he's totally lost them going down this path. But he continues on. And at this point, I'm paying attention, and he lost me. I don't even know what's going on at this point. Hey, a lot of people criticize him, but I love the idea of going from Baltimore to New York in 35 minutes. And you have not lived until you've been on a bus that's done cartwheels. And gotten a perfect 10 from the judges afterward. <laughs> They're laughing at him laughing. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Uh, the bus was doing cartwheels? What yeah. do you mean by that? Why would that be faster? <laughs> that would be much slower. <laughs> what do you think he's talking about there? Uh, I have no idea. This is making me so Maybe mad. it's too yeah. cerebral for me to comprehend this. I'm just not picturing it. I'm actually I, trying to pick up some of the conversations going on in the, yes, in the yeah. crowd. <laughs> yes. Maybe I, it's the I club keep, owner. I keep hoping it's a heckler. Yeah. And, and, and actually, that's coming up. So I just have a couple more clips out here okay. from this comedy set. Great. So now he gets into talking about how he lives in a very rural part of Maryland. And he wants to talk about his town and what's going on there. They want to open a Dollar General in my neighborhood. And all my neighbors have signs out front that say, no Dollar General, keep it rural. Has anybody ever been into a Dollar General? Like Jimmy Carter has lived in the same bumped up town in Georgia his entire life, save for the four years he was president of the United States. He still shops at Dollar General. Like the only way Dollar General could be more rural would be if the cashier was figuring his cousin behind the register. 
It's the old shock humor. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. You think so? You like that one? I, I used to. He's got this whole I, setup. Yeah. And Jimmy Carter's involved. And he's just like, yeah, so anyway, rednecks figure each other's cousins. Am I right? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I deliver to a lot of Dollar Generals. And they're always in the middle of fucking nowhere. So I don't know why any. You're uh, the target audience for yeah. this. <laughs> Anybody here drive an 18 wheeler? Anyone? Hey! And he's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the cashiers are cousins figure each other, and the customers are all meth burned. That's my experience. All right. Well, I have one more clip, and this is getting even more into these rednecks that Tom is always ripping on. <laughs> Listen for the audience reaction to this one. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I went to school in northern Hartford County, okay? There were some serious folk up there. They didn't like folk. reading it. All my classmates were bummed that they had to read Romeo and Juliet, which is strange because a lot of them could identify with the character of Romeo, a guy who wanted to fall in love with and marry his underage cousin. Holy shit. That's so obvious. There's no way it's going to get a laugh on anyone. Because it's like, yeah, you know exactly where he's going with that. Yeah. It's been told a hundred times, too. In my graduating class, there was this one kid who uh, didn't really study a lot, didn't really get many good grades, just kind of coasted his way through school. I mean, he, all he did was play sports, and he was very good at it. He was a terrific athlete, but he just didn't get a lot of good grades. And it turned out not to have affected his employment prospects later in life because he died before graduation. <laughs> <laughs> When one of the kids that he bullied shot up our school. <laughs> By the way, it's. Do you hear that guy just goes hilarious? Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He just talked about a school shooter, so it was just like, hilarious. Time. Yeah. Great. Home run. Great Myers. stuff. Great stuff. Let's when I think comedy, I think school shooting. Let's see himself dig himself out of the hole on that fucking one. Jeez, Tom. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> By the way, if you have any complaints about any of the stuff I say up here, feel free to direct message me, okay? Feel free to... You hear that one? She's like, ay, ay, ay! What are you doing? <laughs> Will do, sir. <laughs> I, I haven't heard a ton of funny school shooting jokes. That's definitely not one of them. Stuff I say up here, feel free to direct message me, okay? Feel free to search me out on social media, submit a complaint. I promise I will get back to all your responses by the new year. <laughs> And I celebrate the Chinese New Year, so it'll be a lot quicker than you think. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go, me so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't have the comedic chops for that. <laughs> Isn't the Chinese New Year in January? I don't know. Am I crazy? I think it's even further out than... I don't know what that meant at all. And again, inviting people to fuck with him on social media seems like a bad strategy. Right. He's very thin-skinned about that sort of thing. He blocks people quite regularly. Well, we're so. only seeing his reaction. There could be guns coming out. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. He's backing up to the curtain. Holy, Holy shit, Tom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he outdoes himself sometimes. It's very impressive. Uh, all right. <laughs> I want everyone to recover from that for a second because we have something very important to do. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? With your old pal, Dr. Steve. 
Have you ever been involved in a threesome? No. Never? No. Wow, okay. Well, because I wrote a whole movie about it. And I sold it I sold it to National Lampoon. It's called One Too Many. And was it made? Yeah, it was me. Oh. Yeah, and it's called One Too Many, like uh, O-N-E-T-W-O-M-A-N-Y, because it's, it's about a guy who can't handle being in a monogamous relationship, so he wants to find a woman who will... Yeah, we get it. We get it. It's about a threesome. Yeah, I know. I know. I get it, John. Holy and shit. Then, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then this happens and that happens. And then I'm completely naked. <laughs> I should point out, by the way, yeah, there's a lot of those gags in that movie. We just put out... The commentary track on our Patreon, myself, Tony from Mac the Movies, I didn't explain this very well to people. People were very confused about what they were listening to. You have to be watching the movie uh, yeah. along with it. I just listened to If you to just it. listen to us saying stuff, you're going to be very confused. There's a lot of dead air. We're just like, whoa, let's look at that. You know? I understood. But when I yeah. heard that he was completely naked in the movie, I was glad I didn't watch it. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> shots of his ass. And yeah. it's completely unnecessary. Ugh. In every single way. But yeah, we I, I have a link to where you can get the movie so we can give some money to Centering John so we can calm down a little do bit. Calm the fuck down a little bit. Who's, who's worried about that? But uh, what do you mean who's worried about that? Who's worried about me getting arrested? Me. <laughs> yeah, one person. Who do you think? It's always about him. Yeah. All right. And why did he spell the title? How else could you take that? Well, because one too many is T-O-O. And the fact that he called it one, two, many, like one, two, many, makes it impossible to find. It's it's incorrect. It's not T-W-O? It's T-W-O. Yeah. Which is not the correct phrase. One, two, many is one, T-O-O, many. Yeah. It's one, too many. But okay. he's saying it's one, two, many. Right. So it's wrong. So it's wrong. <laughs> he's clever, <laughs> but it's impossible to find if you're Googling it. And as somebody pointed out, he probably had dozens of people tell him that's a bad idea. And he's just like, yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, you just don't get comedy. I'm, I'm on this. I got this one. Like, okay, good, good luck. It's called wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, we're playing a game. Oh, All right, right, I forgot. <laughs> According to uh, principled uncertainty, octopi can throw their penises at females. That is a fun fact. And uh, I was just stalling so we can get Vic on here. Hey, Vic. Hello. Hello. Wondering. Speaking of throwing penis. <laughs> um, all right, we're just starting to catch a dab where I'm going to start over from the top here so that you can play along, all right? Very exciting. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? We are now with your old pal, Dr. Steve. Have you ever been involved in a threesome? No. Never? No. Wow, okay. Well, because I wrote a whole movie about it. And I sold it you... I sold it to National Lampoon. It's called One Too Many. And was it made? Yeah, it was made. Oh. Yeah, and it's called One Too Many, like uh, O-N-E-T-W-O-M-A-N-Y, because oh, it's, it's about a guy who can't handle being in a monogamous relationship, so he wants to find a woman who will bring other women into bed with him. It's based on a true oh. fantasy. Yeah, well, and that fantasy is reported, uh, repeated, you know, over and over again. It's actually based on a true story. On a daily basis. Oh, really? Yes, hmm. about my life. Oh. oh, way to ruin the joke, John. I'm an idiot. 
It's based on a true fantasy. Leave it with that. And then he's like, actually, no, it's not true. I am a scumbag in real life. <laughs> and this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Where's the part where we have to guess what he says? But you. Yes. So, yes. And, and that's why I, I thought it would be interesting to have you on, because I do know a thing or two about threesomes. Oh. Yeah. And, well, wait a know, second. How often did you do this thing? The first threesome I had was when my band was playing in Dallas. That <laughs> it was me, the bass player, and the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was just with two uh, dudes, fans yeah. who were strippers. I mean, so that was, you know, okay. But then the other threesomes. When he with- says two fans who are strippers, Howard Stern show fans, <laughs> not Stuttering John fans, for sure. Okay. What's going on over there, Vic? I'm hearing a lot of noise from your end. What? I don't know. You don't know? Are you in a wind let's, tunnel? Let's stop now. Okay, I that's think better. so. Okay. With someone, uh, a girlfriend of mine who, you know, and we, you know, and I and I loved her, but I was okay with her being with other women. Well, yeah, and I, I think a lot of men are because they don't, they don't feel threatened. Like you're not, you don't feel like you're going to lose your woman to another woman, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. fuck, Doctor Steve, with the setup. With another man, I wouldn't do it with an, uh, another man because, quite honestly, so Andy, I think part of the fun is listening to how stupid this guy oh, is. Uh, <laughs> Andy's like, "Why are we listening to Sundry John? It's all we do on this show. <laughs> Why aren't we playing the game?" <laughs> man, because, quite honestly, what did John say okay. next? Do I need to back that up just a tad? Yeah, I'm sorry. Do me a favor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. Was... No, it is one long. too many times. <laughs> it is a very long setup for this. Woman. Right? Yeah. Is yeah. That no. why, is that yeah. why you wouldn't do it with another man? I wouldn't do it with an, uh, another man because, quite honestly, what? Okay, so he's saying you wouldn't have a threesome with another man. Right. All right. Let's find out why. Did John? <laughs> Do you really need to answer that question? Just like, no, of course not. Day next. (laughs) Here are your choices. Number A. I tried it once, and there was an incident. (laughs) I have kids. I don't want to say more than that. (laughs) Number two. I don't think another dude could handle being in my shadow. I'm really good in bed. Number next. <laughs> I don't want to be in that close proximity to a naked man. Number four. I don't think I could keep it up like if I knew he was looking at my rod. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I don't think it would be fun. Like especially if the other dude was a fan. It would just be awkward. What the fuck is happening? To catch. Well, the fact that Cardiff had to jump in and finish that one makes me think it's that one. <laughs> right? Because he's like, oh, that just, he fucked it up. Fine, I'll, I'll get it right. So I'm going to go with that one, the fifth one there, if it was a fan. I thought the second one was funny, and if John had any comedic sense, he would have said that one. Right. Fourth one was kind of funny. Going to run through the rest? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Chris. I go, yeah, the fourth <laughs> rod. Can you give me notes after the show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go with the rod one. Okay. Which was number four. Number four. Letter the, four. One we, the one we laughed at the most. Yeah. All right. Andy? I, I, just, I, I'll play the odds and go three. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. three is Proximity. Probably, uh, what do you think, Vic? I'll go with the first one. Okay. okay. We've covered almost all of them now. So which one did we, did we not think it is? 
too. The Shadow. Okay. Yeah, so that's the one it'll be. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. A dabbler. You know, okay, but then the other threesomes were with someone, uh, a girlfriend of mine, oh, who, way too far. you know, and we, <laughs> you know, and I, and I loved her, but I was okay with her being with other women. Well, yeah, and I, I think a lot of men are, because they don't, they don't feel threatened. Like, you're not, you don't feel like you're going to lose your woman to another woman. Right? Yeah. Is yeah, no. Why, is that yeah. why you wouldn't do it with another man? I wouldn't do it with an, uh, another man, because quite honestly, it, like, I, like, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to be that, in that close proximity to a, uh, a naked man. Yeah. <laughs> That's all for this week. Come back next week. To find that was number. That was number three. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I thought it would be. The most obvious. One. But then Cardiff had to finish the number five. God damn it! I'm so sick of losing on my own show. Find out if you are man enough. I would have to, to look at a penis. So a I'm not into that. I'll add an extra word. Let me do it one more time. <laughs> that's great. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> I really miss you too. What? Don't worry, I'll be in Rochester for the Carl and Vinny roast September 17th. I already went to creepoffroast.com for my tickets. Stupid Carl will be so distracted he won't even notice if we sneak off for some horizontal refreshment. Oh, gross. Okay, talk later. Bye, lover. Ew. One too many. And was it made? Yeah, it was me. All right. We get, we get the joke. Uh, joke's on you, Dr. Steve. Jen doesn't even like sex. I happen to, I happen to notice for a fact. She finds it repulsive. <laughs> Carl made sure of it. <laughs> oh, boy. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about having gay sex. We talked about Tony Michaels eating chicken McNugs. We watched some very dramatic acting yes. from Gabe Sanchez, who I believe you referred to as Dirty Sanchez, yeah. if I'm not mistaken on that one. Tom Myers is still doing stand-up. Sarah's sending in song parodies, which we appreciate. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. And I am excited to say that this Wednesday coming up, we will have Vince, the former attorney and co-host with Stuttering John. We will have Shuli Egar, formerly of the Howard Stern Show and rival of Stuttering John, and Dr. Steve to talk about... I don't like to lie. So that'll be an interesting episode as we get caught up on all things legal matters as well as health issues with our attorney friend and our physician friend yeah. on the show. And uh, tune in for that. We'll probably have that out on Thursday. Or you can always watch live if you're a member of our Patreon or Supercast. We shoot out a link. And Supercast just added a new feature where I can actually put posts up now. 
So I can uh, put links to videos and people will see that if you are part of the Supercast family. And we do appreciate your support on there. Andy, thank you so much for coming over. Anything that you want to promote, my friend? Sure, yeah. One more time for the creep-off roast. Go get tickets to that. Andy will be there. Yeah. And I'll also be trying to have dinner with Ashley Gavin. I'm going to try and... Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you won that, that'd be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I wish you luck on that. I recorded it. Producer Chris, anything you want to promote? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> How about the isotope show before know, the cream bomb, bro? Come on. Said it. <laughs> Vic, what do you want to promote, my friend? Uh, I'll be watching Jen give Carl a hand job later. <laughs> I, I usually turn off my webcam, but sometimes I forget. It's <laughs> true. Actually, are you doing stand up, Vic? You you've been going out and doing shows, right? Yeah. Do you want to promote that? Fucking Fredericksburg, Virginia, at the Chimney Top every Wednesday. Every uh, Thursday is uh, Casey's Music Alley. At the at Chimney 830. Top? I hope you fall yeah. off. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. People should go check that out. Please join us again this week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great job, everyone. Internet news. From Facebook, we find Benjamin writing, It is completely jarring how Stut Joe looks so different in his movie. Alcoholism really has taken everything away from him. Evan comments, Always was a dimwit, but now that he's been on his own, personally and professionally, it's being exposed. The expression ne'er-do-well comes to mind. Mikkel asks, When did they first review Patrick Michael? He is by far my favorite lol cow. Chewed Gum, episode 142. Pajit, Chewed Gum is the best episode. Every segment is killer. John, we have Doug from Who's Right to thank for that gem. From YouTube, Jason comments on our John Gets Hammered with an Alien post. The part about Artie and his dad is sort of true. Artie helped his dad, and Artie's job was to hold the ladder. I don't know whether Artie was supposed to be there that specific day or not, but I seem to remember Artie saying he usually helped his dad, but didn't that day. John's a piece of shit for bringing it up, though. Xerxes notes, John is turning a lovely shade of gray. Mashio 9, if there's one thing he doesn't dabble in, it's alcoholism. Evans Gate, getting drunk on Tommy's show must be a lot like taking acid at a wax museum. And from Reddit, Specialist 87 <laughs> preaches, Croge's voice is what a peak WATP guest should sound like. Yet Shalom Shuley claims, it would have been better with me repeating Carl and Croge's best lines, but in a wacky voice. Pamela Anderson, I'm convinced Tommy might have Down syndrome. Charades of chagrin. No, he's just from Florida. Pam, Pennsylvania originally though. Kevin K, sure, just like the Coneheads are from France. Charades wraps that bit up with, it definitely also applies here. Baby Butters, always being positive. Carl, I like the episode number soundbite thing you do every episode. It's cheesy, but I love it. Corganart, if they don't use the same song line for episode 432, we riot. Scary Animator teases, can't wait till we all find out that Cardiff and Tommy are the same person. Flat opines, this was just a Trojan Horse Stutjo episode. And Count Cumia plays us out with, you got gagiyad. Reviews, reviews, reviews. 
with Vic. Vic, it's only been a couple days. We have new reviews to read. Uh, you have a couple. You have nice. like two. Do you check three. multiple sites for reviews? Do you look at Spotify or any other sites people can review us on? You don't really have reviews anywhere else other than Apple. Are you lying? You haven't checked and you're just making that up to make no, it seem like No, listen, I check like every other week. Okay. All right, And cool. you get like fucking one. Um, if people could review us on Spotify, I would appreciate that. The only thing is, is that they know if you listen to the show or not. And you have to have had to listen to like five episodes in order to actually put a review in. Really? So you can't just like fuck with people because they pissed you off, which I appreciate. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool because <laughs> we have you? a lot of one-star reviews <laughs> for that reason. All right, Nick, take it away. Okay, this first one is Awful by Gary from San Diego. What? Gary? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> Uh, he says, after hearing this show, all I do is walk around asking, are you a boner guy? Is that the whole thing? Yeah. All right. Well, are you a boner guy? <laughs> I'm going to say it's a five star. That is a five Thank star. Thank you, Gary. Good job, buddy. Way to know the assignment. <laughs> this next one is uh, Don't Hate on Hollywood Handbook by Bunky Boy. People are, people are still finding that Hollywood <laughs> like episode. Four years old. People yeah. are still finding that and getting pissed off. He says, don't hate on Hollywood Handbook. You guys are dumb. Why is this a podcast? Sound quality isn't consistent with each of them. Also, dumb. These guys are so dumb on everything they say. They wish they were as fun as anyone else. Wannabes. Fuck you! Uh, I'm going to say it's a one-star review. That is a one-star. Uh. Everyone's, Dumb. Everyone's a hater. <laughs> Your podcast stinks. <laughs> Your podcast stinks. If anyone knows Pat Oates, I'd love to get him back on the show. <laughs> now that we're doing Wednesdays, maybe you can. Uh, this last one is Why Do I Listen by Hugh Genipus. Huge G penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vic just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It took me a second. It's fine. It felt really weird. Um, he says, I hate Kevin, the host of this show, so much that I constantly have to take clonopin just to get through it. <laughs> By the way, does anyone have any clonopin? My script ran out a week early. Very good. Good references. Uh, I'll give that a five. I'm thinking. That is a five star. Any chance you could update us on how many more five stars we have than one stars at this point, Vic? Uh, yes. We're making more progress, I feel like. Hold on. I got to do math. Okay. You have 25 more. It's incredible. One, five stars and one stars. That's incredible. Wait, I wasn't ready. Say that again. 25 more five stars and one stars. <laughs> Red yeah. bars back. So I figured I'd pull, pull that drop back on the board. All right. Let's get through some voicemails, shall we? You like how I set this up like it's an exciting thing? Let's, let's get through these voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> Paco. Hey, shout out to Paco. <laughs> yeah. This, this is Paco coming in. Uh, a lot of theories that Cardiff is actually Tommy from MSCS. A lot of people are thinking that's what's going on. We'll find out in September. Cardiff will be at the Rose, so I'll be able to rip his that mask would, off. Blow my mind. Whoa. Put it back on. <laughs> that would be like a Scooby-Doo. You rip off the, the mask and it's yeah. Tommy. Then you rip off that mask and it's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Carl. When are you going to get Mr. Medicare on the show? Every live stream, there's a million super chats asking him to go on WATP. He always agrees. He's just waiting for an invite. So, Carl, fucking reach out to Medicare, get him on the show. 
All right, call me back. I need to do that. I need to get out. I need to get on that. I don't know if uh, Mr. Medicker knows our show format very well now, but it's, it doesn't matter. He's great. I should I should reach out to him, get him on the show. Thank you for reminding me. It's, it's in my notes. Uh, Mike Geary is going to be on the show a week from today, which I'm excited about. Blind Mike. Oh. And uh, this is someone who's a fan of uh, Mike Geary. Hey, Carl. I'm a little confused these days because um, as a fan of the Kirk Menahan show, he always referred to fans of Mike Geary, blind Mike Geary, as gearheads, which I'm a proud gearhead. But after listening to your most recent episode, I feel like I'm also a gearshead. I can't choose between Tony Michaels and Blind Mike. I don't know what to do. I feel like I have to make a choice. Okay, bye. Yeah, uh, the Gears podcast, Tony Michaels' business building podcast, digital marketing podcast, business brainstorming podcast, whatever that is. So I mentioned on the last episode when we covered it that he goes in and he he watches these workshops on digitalmarketer.com. Right. And I mentioned that I saw that one of them was called How to Start a Podcast. Doesn't he have an episode about that workshop? Yeah, up. so that's what we got to do that one. We'll oh, have to review that. I, I didn't want to get back into the gears right away. It's a, the laziest today, fucking podcast. It's but, pretty lazy. I mean, I'm going, Even though he's walking, it's I'm walking lazy. Or, well, right. <laughs> so bad. It's not good. It's not a good effort. Hello, WHTW. This is Chris from Western Chandler. And I just want to Chris warn you that I am nothing like John Melendez. I do not appreciate being compared to that naive, low-life, uh, alcohol-using, stuttering John. He is a troll and is a slow in the mind. Anyway, my prepaid account is up, so do not call me back. Hmm. Chris Chan is offended that somebody compared Stuttering John to him. I, I don't blame him. That's pretty fucked up. It sounds like the, uh, so that, uh, thank you for your call. Hey, th- <laughs> thank you for your call. What, what is that, Tradio? Tradio, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Paco wants to make up with Meredith. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. Um, I just think it's kind of funny how a woman with, a name that was popular in the early 1900s is thinking she's younger than me. That's pretty laughable. You know what I'm saying? This is Paco, by the way. I don't know if I said that or not. But Osama Skandon, I don't even give a fuck anymore. You know what I'm saying, Meredith? I, I'm not even thinking about her anymore. You know what I'm saying? She could, I hope she has a good life, happy, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not a hater no more. All right, later, dog. <laughs> So he goes, rips on her, yeah. and then goes, yeah, but we're good. You want to get in the last right. jab, I guess. I know. But, I mean, the name Paco, how far back does that go? I, I don't mean, know. It's got to go back to. I don't know. Does even he, before does he that. Does think that Meredith's 110? Yeah. How old does he think Meredith is, then, I'm pretty based sure, on that logic? pretty sure Paco is the John of Mexican names. Well, but it's still being used, I guess, is his point. Like, <laughs> I you don't think know, Juan I, might be that. I didn't but. grow up with the I, I, Good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. Um, but I didn't grow up with any Merediths, did you? I mean, we went to the same high school, so maybe that's a bad just, <laughs> like, Did you know any Merediths? Just watching The Office, that's it. <laughs> All right. Let's just get right to Gary from San Diego. Do we, <laughs> yeah. Why are we wasting our time? <laughs> Hey, Carl, this is Gary from San Diego. I hear a lot of your callers are speculating whether I am Cardiff or not. 
That's just rank speculation. And it's not right. It's not funny. Judy, do you have anything to say about this? Mm, I don't like it. She doesn't like it either. We don't like any of this speculation. Please put a stop to it. Thank you, Carl, in advance for complying with that request. Thank you. All right. Thanks for getting Judy involved. Yeah, no, yeah. sir. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, now it's official. Did he just use, like, a different voice for that? <laughs> yeah, I think he uses different voices for a lot of things. I think does. Judy is a ventriloquist dummy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look so uncomfortable? You got your hand up my ass. Oh. <laughs> hey, Carl. I'm just calling in to uh, suck your dick a little bit. Sweet. I uh, just want to say I appreciate you putting out two shows a week. I used to save WATP for Friday, so I had something to look forward to uh, at the end of my work week. And now with two shows, I just uh, listen to when they come out because I've got tons of who are these podcasts. So uh, mm, got, thanks for letting me uh, suck your dick a little bit. You're welcome. Thanks. Come back for the balls. Don't call me that. <laughs> um, thank you very much. Appreciate that uh, someone recognizes we're putting extra work into this. All I hear is, oh, there's hands now. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's two shows a week. It's, it's We're doing twice the work over right. there. And all the Patreon shits f- coming back on. Yes. Join the Patreon. Bringing back all the Patreon stuff that we had to take down because I stuttering fuckface. So that's good, too. Man, why does every voicemail need to, like, establish who they are? Like, hey, it's Richard from Colorado. Nobody fucking cares, Richard. This gets to the point where you fucking call Carl a rat bastard piece of shit. That's what I do, at least. All right. Well, thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> I don't think Gary from San Diego would be as exciting a character if we didn't know it was Gary from San Diego. Speaking of which. Hey, Carl. Gary from San Diego. <laughs> oh, I'm really starting to worry about stuttering John's income stream. Me too. He said on his uh, Tuesday show today, that he's thinking of going on Saturday on an all Patreon podcast so he can get more money. Yep. We know that he's lost all of his comedy gigs and he doesn't plan on give, doing any other comedy gigs because he's retired from comedy. And now we find out that he no longer has the Tootsie Roll. Uh, no pun intended. He lost that Tootsie part. So I don't know if his agent Nick's sending him out for any more gigs or not. It's probably a waste of time, but uh, John appears to be really having a problem getting income. And we know the stock market's down, so he's not getting any gains from his stocks. He's really on a downward spiral. Can bankruptcy be in his future? (laughs) I think so. Anyway, stay posted for uh, what's going to happen to Stuttering John next. He's really having a cash crunch problem. I think he'll probably drink a few cores. That's going to be next. Are you losing your patience for Gary from San Diego? No. I'm getting the sense. (laughs) I'm getting the sense. I mean, I was the one. This is for you, Producer Chris. Oh, boy. Hey, Carl. This is a bad impression guy. You know, usually I call in as a celebrity, but I'm breaking character because I have a really important message for Producer Chris. I was walking around San Francisco, and you're not going to believe it. I saw the guy who saw the guy who saw the guy who fucked the guy on the bike that listens to WATP in San Francisco. And then I remembered, Chris hates this bit. So I shot him in the fucking head. 
Hey, the bit's over. Thank You're you. Welcome. That's it. That's the end of that bit. <laughs> he, he fucked the guy and shot him in the head. It's over. It's officially done. It should be offensive, but it's not. <laughs> Did you guys see? So I posted on YouTube. We have two parts of the MSCS Media interview with Stuttering John, Scott the Engineer, everything that we talked about, posted it up there. In the second video, Vic is featured prominently in a very low-cut top. Mm -hmm. You know, not today, but last yeah. week. Yeah. And she has a lot of fans on there. Yeah. I mean, your fan base really increased substantially from oh, that no video. Kidding. Have you seen that, Vic? Have you seen the comments coming in? I have. They really enjoy when women just sit there quietly with their tits out. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Apparently, that's how you build a fan base on YouTube in 2022. Now you know the <laughs> formula for that. So congratulations on all your success. <laughs> very, Crack the code. Very impressed myself. All right. All right what else is Paco up to? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. I posted up in the cut like a bandage. I just wanted to say, dog, for real, Stowe, to Eric Zane, dude, he's fucking funny, man. That fool's on point with a lot of shit, dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I love the way uh, he, he's, he's pretty quick with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I was I just got through eating breakfast, and it was delicious. I was at the village inn. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to subscribe to his podcast. Cool. And, you know, hopefully I can go up in the motherfucking comments and, and piss him off. You know what I'm saying? That fool's crazy, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, dude. I just wanted to say that. You know what? Shout out to everything. That's where that shout out's going to, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Fuck Meredith. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going <laughs> to Wow, that didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> Brown's hat says Paco's pretty solid. Good breakfast recommendations and everything. Yeah. <laughs> they have huevos rancheros. I don't care about that dumb bitch. Fucking. Early 1900s name. I don't give a fuck about her, dude. I never have, never will. I did for a brief second, but you know what? Fuck that. You know, it's over. And nobody could turn me into a fucking hater except myself. All right? And that goes for everybody. It's nobody that can turn you into a hater except for yourself. All right, man. Y'all motherfuckers stay up. Peace. Oh, and it's such a bitch thing for her Jesus to think Christ. that age is insulting. Bitch, I don't give a fuck, even if I am older than you. I don't fucking care. That's a woman insult. You disrespect women with age, not men. Stupid <laughs> cut. <laughs> I, I want to get breakfast where he gets breakfast. <laughs> Angry about it. Holy shit. No, I, spicy I, peppers. I, I have to add, yeah, I have to ask. I mean, I'm familiar with Paco. Meredith, yeah. I'm not familiar with. Yeah. She, well, she was a regular caller. She was a regular caller for a while. And then uh, finally started calling in again recently. And yeah, I, I don't think that she enjoys Paco <laughs> and his antics. Oh. Why not? Uh, honestly, I don't know what's the more interesting plot line right now. Is it me versus Sittering John or Paco versus Meredith? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one I tuned in for. <laughs> Producer Chris is like, ah, maybe we'll put a poll on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out, why do you listen to WATP? Uh. Yo, could all people who are fucking the jingle department just, like, stop for a week? Yeah. We don't have a theme song for Tony Michaels yet. She needs to do her job. Stop doing that stuff with her so she can do her fucking job. Uh, uh, I know, I know you must be having fun, but stop it. Just stop. 
Thank you, fuck you, bye. Yeah, seriously, because the best I could come up with was this. Drive in, drive out, drive through. So yeah, if we could please everyone stop fucking Jenny Jingles so she could come up with a song. Yes, like, right? <laughs> give her a break. <laughs> give, her a, <laughs> give her a minute. Let her come up for air. <laughs> Carl, you won't believe this. This week I was in a dick sucking contest, and I thought for sure I could win. There were some, there were some white broads, there were some gay guys. I'm like, you know what? I can try this. And then in walks in, stubborn John Melendez defending Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> we were all beat. All right, fuck you, bye. All right. I like, I like where that went. I wasn't expecting that. All right, last voicemail here. Hey, Carl. You know, you got some fucking nerve making fun of Opie for drinking shandy when I don't think I've ever seen you without a white claw in your hand. I mean, seriously, dude, fucking hard, hard seltzer? What are you going to put in your mouth next? A hard cock? <laughs> Fuck you, Carl. And don't you dare call me back. Right. <laughs> I say you call him back. He <laughs> <laughs> made a couple of good points there. Carl, do you really think a vodka soda is different than a White Claw? No, I, that's why I was showing that. <laughs> I was showing that this person is correct. That's good. <laughs> this is a high noon that I was showing to the camera. That I do drink uh, hard seltzers. That is true. Peach flavored for bottom month or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it up. I like All it. All right. Yeah. Well, here in the States, it's 4th of July weekend. What do you got going out for the 4th of July, Vic? I know that you're a patriot. You're probably ready to celebrate the birth of this country. I'm just going to get shit-faced on nice. uh, the Capitol lawn area. Yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sure they'll let, have no problem with that. Whatsoever. <laughs> the Capital Lawn area. <laughs> Where is the Capital Lawn area? In front I of the Capitol? The statues. Yeah, I, okay. I, oh, yeah. Over she, there. She is a patriot. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to sit on the Washington Monument. Yeah, <laughs> <there you> <laughs> All right, Vic, thanks for joining us again. How are you feeling, by the way? Are you, are you over COVID now? I'm over COVID. Oh, you, but, but you're not feeling well? I do well? have a headache. <laughs> you have a headache? I do. Why your husband wants to fuck? <laughs> I'm the Tom Myers of podcasting. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Are we done here? I think we are. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs>